Welcome to the Upland Nation podcast. Scott Linden here. Glad you could join me. Let's collaborate and make this the best season ever. It starts with having the right things in your vest, and that's what we'll talk about today. In fact, uh, half of the podcast will be me uh, dumping everything out of my hunting vest. And then the second half will be you and your suggestions. And there are some great ones in there. And a whole bunch of, well, let's just call it fun stuff as well. So stick around as we uh, find out what's in each other's vests. In our Handle It segment, we'll talk about how motion makes your dog more obedient. And a quick touch on a $60,000 credit toward a new truck. Yeah, learn more about that coming up. All made possible by Sage and Breaker Gun Care Products, Pointer Shotguns, Mid-Valley Clays and Shooting School, True Lock Choke Tubes, MidwayUSA.com, Purina Pro Plan Sport, LandTrust.com, and HiViz Shooting Systems. Well, first off, thank you. Downloads of the Upland Nation podcast in the last three months are up 58%. Thanks for telling your friends. I sure appreciate that. It seems to be working. <clears throat> Pardon me. We're, we're on the usual stuff here. Uh, training to steadiness. Uh, <laughs> interesting problem when you use wing-clipped pigeons. Uh, Flick is a pretty darn good pointer, so... He sees that bird go down, and he runs for it when I pretend to shoot it. But then he realizes it's standing up and looking at him when he gets close. He points it again. Kind of hard to get mad at him for that. So I'm using more dead birds and uh, friends to shoot some of the birds so they actually are dead when they go down. And um, stalked by a coyote yesterday morning. Yeah, we live right out. Uh, our back door fronts a winter deer range, and while it's not winter yet, the coyotes have figured it out, and so they're always out there, and usually they're off in the distance, but uh, yesterday we were walking out there, and the howls were, no, I don't know, two, three, four hundred yards away, hard to tell. Um, never got closer, but never got farther, no matter where we went. There was one coyote just tempting flick the whole time i'm ready for that stuff hey we've been here long enough to know uh, most of the time you can scare them off but if you can't there are other incentives <clears throat> how about yourself well um you know if you ignore history you're bound to repeat it as they say so i thought it'd be interesting to ask you how many wild birds you shot last season and your answers were fascinating. Uh, think about it for a moment. What did you do? All right. So here are the choices. I shot no wild birds, about 19% of you. One to five wild birds, another 19%. Six to 10, 11%. 11 to 20 was the bulk of your responses. 20% of you said you shot between 11 and 20 wild birds. The more fascinating one, 31 or more birds per season, 15% of you. Yeah, keep up the good work and maybe I'll see you out there somewhere. 
A uh, quick reminder uh, that um, our friends in Huron, South Dakota, really want you to come out there. So much so that they are going to give away $60,000 toward a new Dodge Ram or Ford F-150. Local dealers are cooperating in that. It's always a great time. Yeah, you just got to shoot a tagged pheasant. The right tagged pheasant. They're going to put 100 ringneck pheasants out on public hunting ground on October 20th. So... Starting October 21st, uh, you might be able to shoot a bird and get a big chunk of change to put towards your new pickup. You want to learn more? Go to HuntHuronSD.com. And we're brought to you in part by Mid-Valley Clays and Shooting School. Uh, They are hunters, every one of them. So if you're taking a lesson from Vandy or Dave or anybody else over there, they know of what they speak. They own pointers, they own cockers, uh, they know what they're talking about, and they've got some some great advice for you if you take a lesson there. Believe me, it works. And if you're shopping for a shotgun, uh, they are sub-gauge central. They got 20, 28, 410s always in stock. And, hey, big news, up to $75 off a new Browning shotgun. There's a rebate program going on through September 30th. Call midvalleyclays.com and ask for details. We're also brought to you by Purina Plow. <laughs> you say it three times fast. Say it one time slow. Purina Pro Plan Sport. Yeah, you want to learn more about their formulations. Proplansport.com. You need a puppy formulation. You need a senior-specific formula. Anything to fuel performance at all life stages, they've done the research. They've got the formulation for you. A wide variety of options. ProPlanSport.com Well, this is always fun. I love doing this and uh, looking forward to sharing my hard-earned wisdom, if you want to call it that. And this year, a few, uh, well, I guess I'll call them additions. Yeah, the vest just keeps getting heavier. And after your advice, I think it'll get even heavier coming up. That'll be in the second half of the program. Uh, The first half is all my ideas, and the second half is your ideas on top of my ideas. It's a long list, but it's worth it. Because I'll tell you, you only miss something when you need it. You want to be careful, of course. Uh, You don't want to, you know, lose something or forget something. And that's one of the keys right there is uh, you want to have it when you need it, whether it's an injury or an opportunity. And uh, so uh, over the years, I've compiled what I think is a pretty good list. Uh, It gets uh, longer every year, um, but if you are inclined to hunt all day or three or four days in a row, some of this stuff will come in handy at some point over the course of the season. Here's the list that's uh, in my vest on every hunt, starting with two new items from uh, before. Uh, you know, we all freak out about uh, snare traps, and everybody carries a pair of wire cutters. The fact of the matter is, they won't cut the aircraft cable that most snare traps are made out of. So uh, thank you, Terry Wilson at Ugly Dog Hunting Company, for reminding me that there are aircraft 
cable cutters out there. Yeah, they'll cost you a few bucks, but what's your dog's life worth? Aircraft cable cutters on the top of the list. I also carry what um, what is known as Trapper Ron's Setter Dog Release. Long name. No website, but you can get more information on YouTube. Trapper Ron's Setter Dog Release. That is the gizmo that requires way less dexterity and um, faster application if your dog ever gets caught in a conibear trap. You can watch the video and learn how to use this thing. Uh, it'll cost you 50 bucks, but again, money well spent. All right, on top of that, of course, uh, let's start with a GPS collar and handheld controller and virtually everything that I use regularly by the way if you might have seen it on television and, and watched it in action everything is tethered to me in one way or another that's why when I'm consulting with all these people who make vests I tell them to put more d-rings on their vests I want to put one of those little key retractors or something a lanyard and, and I'll tell you, it, it pays off. Uh, we were making a show in, uh, where were we? We were in, in near Dodge City, Kansas. Let's put it that way. And uh, Manny had just done an incredible water retrieve. Unbelievable. And I leaned over to take that bird from him. And sure enough, the collar controller fell out of my vest pocket. Luckily, it was attached. So it just dangled there. You all saw it on TV and... Uh, it was um, one of the better investments I've made. I do the same with all the other gear that I use regularly. Camera, phone, uh, let's see, whistle, of course, around your neck. I also carry a, a 10 Essentials. Call it a survival kit if you want, but it's, it's, it's more for convenience than surviving most of the time. If you want all the contents in a list. And in fact, there's another list uh, for the dog care kit. They're both at finebirdhuntingspots.com. But um, I really, really believe in this one. It comes in handy all the time. And I'll tell you, most of the time you're not using it for yourself. You're using it for somebody else who isn't as well prepared. Do them a favor. Do yourself a favor. Make up your own version of the 10 essentials. Duct tape, map and compass and the skills to use them yeah waterproof matches an alternate fire starter of one sort or another space blanket or some other kind of shelter even a you know a heavy duty garbage bag will work carry some paracord with you aluminum foil you can purify water on a fire you can signal with it I also bring, uh, these days, uh, I don't, I still have a few of those water purification tablets from Boy Scout days, but I'm now carrying a SteriPen as well and looking forward to being able to use that on a more convenient basis and not have the water taste like those tablets. Um, something to carry that water in. Got a bunch of those. We'll talk more about those in a minute. Yeah, a whistle for survival as well as for calling your dog. And then, of course, a multi-tool. You carry those. I tell my wife those plus a, um, um, I carry a spot locator beacon. You can use a Garmin inReach, uh, either one. I tell her with all those things, as long as I'm not dead, I'll find my way out of there or somebody will find me in a couple days. And in the meanwhile, I doubt that I'll, you know, 
I'll be subject to the elements or to uh, the things that might kill me. I mentioned the spot locator beacon. That's always helpful, and uh, and the investment, again, is worth it if you hunt alone especially or if you hunt in hard-to-reach places. Your phone's not going to work sometimes, and if it doesn't, you are S-O-L. One of the places I hunt uh, um, is uh, regularly, in fact, is uh, what did the, the New York Times said it was the farthest you can get in the lower 48 states from a hospital and a Starbucks. Couldn't care less about the bad coffee at Starbucks, but I've uh, been to all the hospitals within 150 miles of there. Yeah, and none of them would have been reachable with a phone call. You know, if you're, I know water's the best way to solve your hydration problems, but if you're like me and, and, and you know, you, you lift a little bit or you're, you're somehow doing a lot of work with your, particularly your leg muscles, uh, you're subject to leg cramps only at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, I use noon hydration tablets to get electrolytes back into me fairly quickly and on a regular basis throughout the day in my water not in flicks water but i'll i'll put some of those tablets in you know they're the they're they're effervescent plop plop fizz fizz like the good old days noon is n u u n and you can get it in various formulations but basically the idea is electrolytes one night at 2:30 you'll thank me now, for the dog, he needs his energy, and it comes from fat, not carbohydrates like it does for humans. So, um, unfortunately, I can't bring in that dog energy bar anymore, uh, long story, but I can carry with me a squeeze tube like the backpackers use, or the baby. You know, a lot of folks with babies will put stuff in squeeze tubes that the kids can then hold, or at least you could squeeze it out. Egg yolks raw egg yolks. They're almost 100% fat, and that's what dogs need. You want to be careful, you know, storage and that sort of thing. Uh, but, you know, the dogs, pardon the pun, eat them up. They love them. And that instant energy is, will get the, is what will get that dog going when nothing else will. Give him a squirt of that every half hour or hour while you're in the field and, and see if you don't agree. Water carriers, yeah, <clears throat> out in the West, we're carrying close to a gallon of water on a one-day hunt sometimes, especially early in the season. You can't count on finding good water in most places. Uh, this year in particular, with the drought the way it is, it could be an issue. So I carry uh, primarily big uh, platypus or, uh, what's the other version? Camelback, you know, those flexible, uh, soft bags full of water. Then a couple, uh, round bottles that fit in the pockets of my vest, but whatever you're carrying, uh, bring a lot and figure out ways to carry it so that it doesn't do two things. Number one, become overly burdensome on your shoulders because that'll affect your shooting best way to do that is with a uh, strap vest that has a robust hip belt and then wear that hip belt high above your hips and 
cinched in tight. You want to be able to fit your fingers under your shoulder straps. They're not supposed to be carrying much of the weight. And if, if you're not uh, able to do that, you're either wearing it wrong or it's poorly designed. And believe me, <laughs> there's a lot of bad designs out there. I've seen them. I've changed a few of them. Uh, and uh, hopefully you're one of the beneficiaries. I talked about a whistle in your uh, 10 essentials, but of course, a whistle for signaling your dog is uh, is one way to save your voice for that singing around the campfire that you will do or arguing around the campfire or boasting around the campfire. It's all better if you've got a voice that you can still articulate your point of view. If you're not training your dog to whistle signals, then you've got a 50-yard dog because he won't understand you beyond that. And then, uh, speaking of a 50 or a 450-yard dog like Flick, you want to carry the stuff that will keep him in the hunt instead of in the kennel crate. This little kit doesn't take up a lot of space. It might save your dog's life, or it might help you help a hunting buddy when you're far enough from the truck that you can't get your stuff out of there. Here's my list. Cotton swabs to clean wounds or get seeds and crap out of their eyes. Antihistamine like Benadryl that will reduce windpipe swelling from snake bite or insect sting. One caution. The children's liquid might seem like a great idea. You can pour it right in. But if it's got some sort of a weird artificial sweetener in it, it could be worse than the windpipe swelling. I know there's some research now talking about how it will accelerate a dog's heart rate, but I'm still going to carry something like that to keep my dog breathing until I can get him to a veterinarian. Duct tape, yeah, I carry it twice. It's a bandage if you need it. It's an emergency boot if you need it. Both handy at other times as well. <laughs> I remember, you know, going through... You've done it too. You go through the store-bought boots or, you know, some other version that you made. I remember the mice, motorcycle tubes and all of that. Tra tire tubes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> finally gave up on those and started using um, duct tape instead. And here's the reason it comes in handy. Uh, we were hunting one canyon for valley quail down there where there are no Starbucks or hospitals. And uh, and Dave looks down at the ground. He says, what the heck is that? And I look, I come over and I look at it. It's, it's a duct tape boot from last year that fell off somebody's foot. Cost us all about three cents for the duct tape, which is sure better than the 10 or 12 bucks it costs for the same dang thing from the store in cordura or rubber or something like that. It, you know, if the cordura hasn't worn out already on the lava rock. So consider that if you're going to do that again. These are things, you know, just like getting stuff out of your dog's eyes. Practice this stuff at home a lot. Now on the duct tape boot, one word of caution, make sure it's nice and loose. And then stand back and enjoy the show when your dog walks around for the first time 
in a duct tape boot set. There's a whole bunch of versions of this. Uh, blood clotting gauze, I think they're called the anticoagulant. No, no, they can't be that. They're, they're, blood clotting gauze, ABC, I think is one version. I carry some of that for some dire emergency. I've never had one knock wood, and I hope I never do. I carry a triple antibiotic ointment. Uh, I actually carry a powder too. The powder is good because it doesn't uh, doesn't uh, moisten the wound more so that um, when you do get to a veterinarian, if they do want to suture that uh, wound up, uh, it's a lot easier with um, a dry wound than a mushy ointment covered wound. EMT gel will stop most bleeding and speed healing. So if it's not a, um, a serious, serious issue, you can just put some of that on. I boast about this, but I don't mean it in the way I, th I think you'll interpret it. But I've used more EMT gel on other people's dogs and other people than I've ever used on my dogs or myself. Oh yeah. And by the way, it's not authorized for human use, but I'm not telling. Hey, you're listening to the Upland Nation podcast. I'm Scott Linden. <clears throat> We're talking about, pardon me, all the things that you should be carrying. Yeah, your vest getting heavy already, isn't it? But that's all right. Let's finish up the dog care list and then we'll uh, take a quick break. That list includes hemostats. <clears throat> pardon me again. The hemostats, yeah, you know them by any number of names, but uh, they'll, they're better for pulling porcupine quills and sometimes for other stuff out of other parts of your dog. You want to be careful if you're shoving it in a nostril or an ear, but uh, they lock. You can deal with other things while you've got them locked on whatever you're trying to get. So hemostats. And finally... And thank you, everybody, for reminding me over and over again uh, the phone numbers, the open hours, and the locations of nearby veterinarians. And, in fact, if you can, call them. Find out if maybe they've got an emergency number just in case for after hours and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, and that's, that's kind of my list. I probably forgot something, but in the next half of the Upland Nation podcast... We'll, um, we'll cover all your suggestions, which probably cover all the things I missed. It's coming right up after this, as well as um, how motion can help your dog become more obedient. Yeah. First off, a word from our friends at MidwayUSA.com. They carry just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors. I just restocked my half-assed saltwater tackle box yeah yeah uh, gotta go to the beach for the lovely misses and it gets so boring there i'll lower myself to fishing in the surf they've got all the gear you need for fishing bird dogs and bird hunting and everything else if you're a reloader or an amateur gunsmith check them out midwayusa.com and don't forget, sign up for emails or text notifications and you'll get 10% off your next order. I order you to shoot better. That's been my charge all summer and it seems to be working, partly because now I've got a high-vis sight on the muzzle of most of my shotguns. 
Now, I don't aim my shotguns, but having some subconscious awareness of the muzzle really helps put it in, what do I call it? Put it in uh, relation to the target. Learn more about what I'm talking about at HiVizSights.com. H-I-V-I-Z-S-I-G-H-T-S dot com. And watch the new video on a few other shooting tips that I put together for them. My friends at HiVizSights.com have been helping me shoot. They've been helping the owners of new shotguns by Smith & Wesson, Benelli, Browning, and Remington for years and years as original equipment. Learn more at HiVizSights.com. Yeah, you know, I put out the word on social media and asked you all to kind of supplement my stuff in my vest uh, and help everybody else out as well. So it's your turn to shine, and I appreciate everybody who helped out. Now, if I had a duplicate suggestion, I didn't cover everybody, but thank you all. You did a great job, and there's some great ideas in here that... Uh, yeah, I slapped my forehead. I wonder why I hadn't thought of it myself, but now my vest is even heavier. Lance Larson, always good for an idea or a suggestion. He carries a Fido Pro airlift rescue sling. And that I love. There's a little electronic fanfare for you. Thanks, Lance. Um, it's the safest way to get his dog back to the truck if he's injured yeah lance lives in uh, arizona hunts the border region a lot it's no wonder he carries something most people he says don't have to carry most of the time and that's a nine millimeter pistol yeah yeah say hello to i mean say hola to some of the friends you probably run into down there all right, R.C. Phillips carries heavy-duty zip ties and a flashlight. You know, and, and anymore, I, I, I leave that one off my 10 essential list because I carry a phone all the time, and it's got a flashlight app. But uh, great idea, R.C. Yeah, don't forget the batteries. No, not for the zip ties. <laughs> well, I think I'll have another zip tie story down down the road here on the podcast. I think there's a great one coming up. Uh, Vern Knapp, uh, your cell phone, of course. Onyx Hunt, yeah, he carries that on his phone. Or maybe he carries a tablet, I don't know. He likes Tootsie Pops. He's got some toilet paper. And uh, a long dog lead. Vern, I'm curious to know why you carry a long one instead of the short one. Um, if you got a great idea on that, I'm open to it. Because I've, I've got more dog leads. Found one. Running my dog out there in that, you know, winter deer range. Found one laying on the ground in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it was a mile from a trail. So if you lost a blue long lead, I got it. Give me a call. Randolph Taylor. Oh, wait, this is my line. How'd you get it? Randolph Taylor says in his vest he does not carry a limit of birds. 
whether that's voluntary or by default, I don't know. But Randolph, yeah, you're in good company, especially based on that that uh, survey I did uh, a while back. Uh, yeah. Travis Hampton, he carries glucose packets for low blood sugar. Uh, you know, you didn't say, Travis, whether for you or for the dog. But yeah, a dog can get low blood sugar. And that's great. I think a lot of people carry, you know, those uh, to-go honey packets or something like that. They probably all work pretty well. Yeah, you carry a wild rag scarf. So do I. Good on you. That'll keep you warm or serve as a sweatband, depending on what time of the season it is. Uh, mountain money, he calls it. I think that's toilet paper. Uh, snack bars, dog biscuits, lightweight dog boots, headlamp with batteries, separate. Great idea. Forgot about that back in the days, Boy Scout days. We used to reverse one of the batteries in our flashlight so that it wouldn't accidentally come on and drain the batteries. Great idea. Just make sure you put the batteries back in before it gets too dark. Uh, Brenda Scott Russell, or is that Brenda and Scott Russell? Is that how they do things these days? <clears throat> Whichever. Brenda, Scott, thanks. Super glue. A lot of people will use a surgical version of that and will do some fixing up on their dog or maybe themselves. There's an upside and a downside to that. You know, I'm not going to go into that more than to say a lot of veterinarians will <clears throat> roll their eyes when you bring in a super glued dog because uh, they just have to cut it open again to clean out the wound well before they close it up again. John Simon a do-it-yourself muzzle, especially for removing porcupine quills from somewhere else on the dog. Yeah, your wild rag will do that. Uh, a length of cord if you need to, or some other kind of shoelace, for that matter. They'll all work, and they're all worth taking a look at. Yeah, Mark Stinson says he probably carries too much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you could ever do that. You know how many shotguns is enough? One more. Uh, if he's in grizzly country, bear spray in a Glock Model 20. What caliber is that, by the way, Mark? And depending on how far you are from the truck, he'll bring some groceries. Miles Burnett, Burdett says he brings some wet wipes <clears throat> and a realistic amount of ammo. I don't think I could possibly carry enough. And I know people who do. They'll they'll throw three boxes in for a full-day hunt. And, uh, you know, it makes sense, especially if the limit is, you know, say, 10 chuckers. Jeffrey Phelan says, if you don't have a uh, cable cutter, try a pair of EMT scissors. They'll cut through a penny or a small cable or wire even steel up to a certain diameter. So check it out. And they're smaller and lightweight. Gary Forrest uh, says all of that stuff, and it's heavy. Zip ties and Benadryl. All right, here's the zip tie story. And boy, I can remember, you know, a friend will help you move. A good friend will help you move a dead body. And a really good friend will help you, will hold your dog while you pull out porcupine quills so gary says 
his 40 his friend's 49th his friend's dog's 49th porcupine encounter so they're out there working on it and gary says is it okay if i zip tie his feet and and his friend says you have zip ties <laughs> yeah <clears throat> Yeah, uh, good on you. Like I said, this stuff will come in handy whether it's for you or somebody else. Either one, it doesn't matter. Brandon Culp says he tries not to be a walking vending machine. Well, I, I just love being able to pull a piece of beef jerky out and break off half for my buddy or uh, have something as a treat or something to solve a problem. It doesn't matter. Uh, appreciate that. Um on top of it, he keeps his Alpha, that's his um, his GPS collar controller, in his pocket. Yeah. And then he keeps another one in the front of his vest, a 550 plus. Greg Turner carries a lot of empty hulls and dead birds. Hey, more power to you. Good on you all for being so helpful to everybody else. Appreciate that. I will close that file, as you just heard, and we'll get on, on with, with uh, the next segment of the Upland Nation podcast in just a moment. And stick around for more. I'm going to talk to you about how movement will make your dog a better hunter all right after this. Including our friends at PointerShotguns.com. I've been shooting a lot of them, making some videos with them, just te- you know, kind of field testing all the new guns. You know, they got a new 28 gauge over and under, a lot of youth models, and case coloring on virtually every style of gun in their inventory. Some of them are moving real fast. Last time I talked with Andy over there, he said they only had about a hundred more of those 28 gauges available so jump on those find your nearest retailer shop online and then order or pick one up at your favorite dealer pointershotguns.com is where you learn more about them and watch some of my videos and read some of my articles as well and then clean those guns with sageandbreaker.com they've got gun cleaning and care gear of all sorts I just picked up a couple new bore bore cleaners for my new sub-gauge guns. I got a 28-gauge, you know, we call them bore snakes, but they're way more than that anymore, and I'll talk about that in a moment. Got one for the 28, got one for the 20. Zip, zip, you're done. Sign up for the mailing list at sageandbreaker.com. You'll get notification of all the new products, including the uh, new scoped rifle case coming soon these boar snake style gun cleaning uh products are incredible they're they're really three in one a detachable brush a buffing rope and then uh put them together so they're all three of those and a bag of chips learn more about how it works in fact watch a demo tape a video at sageandbreaker.com well, I just finished a new video for MidwayUSA.com and uh, got me to thinking about something else uh, that uh, a veterinary ophthalmologist told me years ago. And so I thought I'd make a good handle it segment because it's all about hands and handling your dog in the field. 
Yes, predators, dogs see motion way better than stationary objects. Your dog's sleeping on the lawn in the front yard. The other end of the yard, there's a squirrel nibbling on an acorn. and Everybody's happy. And then a dog cracks an eye open, sees the squirrel just standing there, and there's nothing for him in that. But the squirrel starts to move towards the nearest big tree, and all of a sudden that dog is on high alert. And, re oh, he's already gone, chasing after it, because it moved. All right. You get my point. So if you're training your dog to hand signals, and I got three or four in my vocabulary, um, consider motion. I used to stick my hand straight up in the air, and that was the signal for come to me, you know, just to, and you know, you know, you overlay it with yelling at him or with your whistle signal. And then one day I did something. I, I don't know what I was doing it for, but I moved my hand, and that dog, his eye. Uh, eyes perked up and he came running i'm using a little bit of motion of one sort or another in all my hand signals sometimes i'll even use body language with with a young dog i will not only wave my arm to the right when i want him to move that direction i'll lean that way and maybe even take a couple steps in that direction all those types of motion more clearly convey your intent. The dog sees it better. Once he understands the command, he will follow it better. Motion. Just don't go all Broadway musical on me and do that jazz hands thing, okay? And the Handle It segment brought to you by TrueLockChokes.com because they will make you a better shooter. Better choke tubes make you a better shooter. Swapped out the chokes on one of my 28 gauges. Yeah, better patterns. A couple more targets in every round. If you want to go to school on choke tubes, just go to truelockchokes.com. T-R-U-L-O-C-K chokes.com. And if you're a dove hunter, maybe down in California, you got that second season coming up. You're still in the first season in most of the country. Anyway, they have modified their standard style of skeet two and improved modified in the 20 gauge, tightened the exit diameter to improve pattern density on those cheapo shells most of us use in seven and a half and eight for doves. So don't cheap out on your choke tubes. Save some money on the ammo and shoot that cheap ammo better with a true lock dove choke. Learn more at truelockchokes.com. Dot com. And I so cannot wait to get to Montana because while I am there, I will be checking out some of the properties that are under the aegis of LandTrust.com. Funny name until you realize the reason landowners will let you on their property is because you have been vetted by LandTrust.com. They check you. They check the land, make sure it's worth your visit. And then just like an Airbnb, you go online, you reserve your day, and then you hunt all by yourself. Nobody else there roaming around, getting in the good spots before you. Exclusive private land access. By the day, some of them have some sort of overnight accommodations, but most of the time it's a day hunt. 
create your free account at landtrust.com and then just shop for some of your favorite birds in some incredible private land opportunities. Landtrust.com. Well, it seems to be uh, working pretty well, and I appreciate that. Please tell somebody about the Upland Nation podcast. Thank you in advance, and thank you to all of you who already have. The other thing you could do for me, if you would like, and continue to help grow this, uh, yeah, this community, is make a rating or a review. And then, of course, spend all your discretionary income with our wonderful sponsors who support this thing to the point where we can reach more people. Sageandbreaker.com, PointerShotguns.com, ProPlanSport.com, MidValleyClays.com, TrueLockChokes.com, MidwayUSA.com, LandTrust.com. And if you need more information on anything we talked about today, find it at Find birdhuntingspots.com and for everybody who contributed to the discussion today even if I didn't mention your name thank you so much appreciate that you've made life better for us and our dogs this year in the field have a great season I'm Scott Linden thanks for listening to the Upland Nation podcast